Hey, welcome to Going Once Podcast. I'm Scotty. I'm joined by Mitch. Hello. And Spencer. Howdy. We got a week five uh, review for you guys this week. Booms, bust, waiver pickups, and much, much more. Starting off the show, we're going to start off with injuries. And it looks like bad news for Dak Prescott owners that he's going to be gone for the rest of the year. Um, Ankle removed from his body. (laughs) Dangling there by a thread. Uh, you hate to see it. He was having such a good year too. Probably one of, gonna probably have one of the best fantasy years of any other quarterback. He was set records this year. He was like records. He was on a crazy pace. With Some pace for sixty eight hundred yards. And he even caught a pass. Like, <laughs> like everything was going Doing good for all. him. Everything was going good for him, and just just took a bad hit there, and uh, down for the rest of the year. So I, I hate to see it. Don't watch the replay. Yeah, it's, just, just take, it's just take disgusting. Word for it, take everyone's word for it as being awful. And just imagine something terrible, and that's what it is. Awful. So, but hopefully Andy Dalton can come in there and uh, still manage how CD Lamb, yeah, manage Steve, CD Lamb, and uh, Mari Cooper to have keep their seasons alive. But it's really going to be a big boost for Zeke, where Zeke's going to be getting a ton of carries and a ton of passes again, just because they're going to need that now. Yeah. Andy Dalton's going to be able to manage the games, but he's not the uh, he's not as explosive or close to as explosive <laughs> as Dak is. Yeah, Zeke's going to get a nice little bump, but Andy's shown he can be a fantasy. Uh, he can make his wide receivers relevant with uh, how AJ Green whoever was. So he still his, has a talent. Whoever his favorite wide receiver is is going to be really good for this offense, and then the other ones are going to be hopefully good enough. But I just don't doubt it. It's going to be a to it's going to be a downgrade, but hopefully yeah. they'll be okay. I'm really hoping Lamb is his favorite. Not not biased at all. Very non-biased. <laughs> not biased. Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm hoping I'm kind of hoping that uh, this is where Gallup kind of shows up a little bit. No. I am too. Same. I, nope. I haven't. It just seems a little biased. I know. Nope. He didn't look like he was doing nothing until Andy Dolan came in, and then he got those he made four one catches. Play. Hold up, he made like one play. Two, no, like... two back-to-back plays that were awesome. So I'm hoping that maybe uh, that gets that little boost there, but it should still be CD Lamb because also this this if this kills CD Lamb, CD Lamb was on pace to be rookie of the year, like really if you just keep this up, and now it's just like ah, I don't know. So I hate to see, see um or not hate to see I hate to see his injury, but I want to see how the Cowboys can bounce back from this and see if they can uh, keep their fantasy relevance alive. Well, I got bet. Well, fantasy relevance is definitely going to be there, but real life relevance is not going to be there. They're, they're going to be. I mean, they're lucky it's a bad division, but they don't have a defense that can compete at all. And they let the Giants hang there. 34 on them. Yeah, it's going to be rough for them. Uh, we'll see what going forward. Also on this injury list, we have uh, Dalvin Cook. He kind of like walked away from a, with a groin injury. Uh, he came back in the field, played a little bit, but then got right back off field. By a little bit, so he one play. It looks like uh, it mm-hmm. looks like he might be out a week. Don't know yet, but if Alexander Madison's available, definitely go look for him in your league right now. I mean, he showed up right away, came in the lineup, and still got 100 yards on 20 carries. They ran the ball a ton yesterday. And, too, so. and they're playing the Falcons this week. Yeah, it's a great matchup. I'm, I'm he's going to go, pick him up. He's gonna go for so much bad. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, it's going to be a lot. And if any news comes out about Dalvin Cook being out multiple weeks, like you have to spend all your fat, basically. Because <laughs> basically. He, he's going to be so guaranteed the workload. And he was good. He was really good yesterday. So uh, next on the list is uh, still Julio Jones with a hamstring injury. That's just sad to watch. 
I it's... need him to. They need him desperately. You need him. I need yeah. him. To, I <laughs> definitely need him. But where I I think he, they, it just hurts. I think it kind of hurts Calvin Ridley a little bit. I've seen him. He did good though. He still gets a bunch Ridley's of targets. Fine. It's, He's it's, fine. A for one thirty six, man. Today, yeah, but the other day he had the zero. Off they stopped injury. him. Off his injury, yeah. But yeah, he, it was, it, zero. he was hurt. And then this week he was healthy all week and he had a great game. It just ruins Matt Ryan. It was that like, one drive though. That one so? drive, it was like ridiculous. Like I, mean, I was watching him. The Falcons, that whole game, I didn't the, see it. And then the one entire, drive, I was like, all right, here's really, here's really, here's really, here's really. It's like, oh, okay, cool. The entire Falcons offense is fourth quarter have to throw garbage time constantly. That was so their that's whole the MO last year. That's why I was hoping that was going to have more uh, this game, and I did not see that from pretty much anybody. Other than Ridley, you did not want to have the Falcons. Well, and uh, and Gurley, but you did not want to have a Falcons wide receiver at all. It's tough. Without Coolio on the field, there is just no upside for anybody, really. Like, mm-hmm. like Calvin has upside, but it makes Russell Gage and Hurst basically irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It's really Ridley and no one uh, in terms of pass catchers. Julio and it ruined Matt Ryan. Like Matt Ryan is oh, basically yeah. terrible. We'll, we'll get to Matt Ryan. I have a, <laughs> I have a bone to pick. I have with a him. bone to pick with him. Yeah. <laughs> so next on the list we have uh, Deontay Johnson. He has a, like a back injury right now. Don't know what whether it's going to be out another week or not. He's kind of just kind of stay tuned to that. But if know. he is out, definitely look for Juju and uh, Chase Claypool to have too. a big week yeah. against the Browns. Yeah. And I'm, last. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Gone. Nope, no, I was nope. going to go to last on list, so I'm moving on. I was moving on after that. So who are you talking about? I just wanted to bring up Chase Claypool because, man, am I salty. I can't get him in my one league because he was drafted. We have literally drafted like 20 rounds, and I want nothing more than get Chase Claypool on my roster in that league, and I just can't. It's really upsetting. And yeah, now he's going to – and he would cost like $50 a fab anyway. So Yeah, I think he's going to be the guy you have to spend the most on. He's still going to be – Still going to be boomer bust, I think. Uh, especially if Deontay Johnson comes back, he's going to steal a lot of the he's carry. Super boomer bust. But he's going to be the boomer bust. You're not going to see another four touchdown game from him. Sorry, anybody that was hoping for that. You're not going to see yeah. that again. If he puts up another four touchdown game, especially, hopefully he does it in like two weeks. Not against the Browns. If he does it in like two weeks, that would be the craziest thing ever. You're like, well, Scotty, remember when you said he's not going <laughs> to. But either way, I think this is the guy. This is going to be the guy to grab. There, there's been a couple people that we've been, we've been trying to spend some money on, but. Right now, it's it's Chase Claypool or uh, Alexander Madison this week to spend the fab it's on. Yeah, for Madison in my eyes. I, I mean, I, it's not even close to me. That just I mean, close. Madison's first on my list, but Claypool is the first receiving like wide receiver like, on my list. I feel it like depends on what you need. The thing with Mad- Madison, you have to spend a lot on too. But Chase Claypool's gonna be in every week. Madison is just like you're banking on Cook to get injured it's again. Just, you're chasing points. Though. I feel like it's the Deshaun Jackson effect right now. Like he just had a big week, and you're just you're chasing it. You want it to happen again, and it's like I don't know. It's good. Like, I don't know how often lightning is going to strike here. If if the Steelers didn't draft a second round rookie wide receiver every single year besides James Washington that hit, I would also be skeptical. But this literally happens every year. Yeah, but they're not all fantasy relevant. I mean, John, Deontay Johnson last year, granted, it was towards the end of the season, but he had some pretty decent games at the end. I feel like counting last year is very weird. I mean, that's even better. If that was his rookie year. He was last terrible year. the whole time. So it's like, you only get the one. It's like, I don't know how many, I don't know how consistent it's going to be. Like, they've had three big blow-ups with three different wide receivers this year. And that's why he's kind of chasing points. Like, he did have 11 targets, but that's with Deontay being out. But, so if Deontay's out, Chase Claypool is going to be the play that you do. Probably, yeah. But if, I think Deontay Johnson's that's, in. Yeah. That's where the, the targets go away. Because if you don't want to, you don't want to rely on that. If you're relying on that boom bust play, that's the big difference. But if you're if he he's out 
it's going to be him and Juju back and forth, back and forth. Because I don't think they uh, – I'm not sure how many carries uh, – I'm not sure how many carries uh, James Conner got this week. But Let me check. I'm pretty sure you got a lot. So, cause it's I, just I the, Eagles, just... the Eagles' run defense is really good, so that's why they probably leaned on the pass more. Shockingly. So, and then we know that the Browns are also – 15, yeah, 15. Rush okay. But that was also a game where they had to keep they they kind of had to keep scoring a little mm-hmm. bit. Like the the Eagles did not die. They actually kind of kept coming back. It was a Travis so. Travis Fulgham game, man. Yeah, we'll get into him in a little bit too. <laughs> but Boy, let's finish up the injuries right now with uh, DJ Chark ankle injury. So he's when just did he leave the game. Was it was late in game, late in the game. So he might be out another week now. And now, if you're a Chark owner, it's kind of like. He had a lot of hope from this year, but now he's he's gonna be missed. He's missed a lot of time already. So, I mean, but a game. He missed, yeah, missed. But that's still a lot for what you want now. You can miss another one now, and this ankle could. Well, just... yeah, it's not ideal. I'm not saying like. I wouldn't call but it saying, a lot yet. Yeah, it's not like a lot of time. If he but... plays, if he misses one week and then plays the rest of the season, you're like, ah, that kind of stinks. But I'm really glad DJ Chark did good all year. I mean, he was out and then scored 25. Like it's like, all right. <laughs> oh, welcome back. And it was 10, yeah, 10. Out twenty five. So if he can if he can keep that up, but uh I don't know if he's gonna be coming back and get twenty five points. If not, if that's the case, you honestly might want to get injured every week. Just, yeah, just say, sacrifice every one week, week get another twenty five. Yeah, yeah. So if he comes back and just gets ten consistently, you're like, eh, this is okay, but you might as well get injured and go get another twenty five points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's all it for injuries right now. So we're gonna get into the booms of the week. And starting off with a very obvious one is Chase Claypool. I mean, seven catches, 110 yards, and four touchdowns, one being a rushing touchdown. This is just a week that if no one played him unless you're playing him in daily. And just if you had him, though, week to remember. wow. You are, you're putting this in your fantasy uh, dream book. It'd be like, I had Chase Claypool when, I had, when he had four touchdowns. Your just, opponent like, is... Has to be so ungodly pissed off. Yeah, if you lost to this, this is Hall of Fame bad beats. This is what this is. Like, this is crazy level bad beats. Yeah, yeah. it's outrageous, man. He was so electric. It was awesome. I love his nickname. Mapletron is a great nickname. Yeah. He just always knew he was like, it was just the whole game. It looked like they were just trying to get him. I know. Once uh, he got two, it was like, why don't we get him six? Like, they just go like, let's just get a board. Like, it's like, I guess if they don't cover him, I guess I'll keep throwing it to him. I guess. But he was covered at points, though. Like, he just kept scoring. Like, they just kept giving the ball in the red hey, zone. I mean, like, they don't call him Mapletron for no reason, bro. He just got open again. He might have just- they're still kind of they're still worried about everyone's still worried about Juju and it's just like they anyone they put over there is like yeah we can have this guy boom now if you're worried about, you're worried about Juju well uh, if you're not worried about Juju Juju's gonna boom Juju don't even worry about targets. Juju Juju the only boom because he got two touchdowns but he ain't gonna boom no he's gonna boom again nah he does he not for like yardage just point fantasy point wise though yeah I can see another two touchdown game from Juju this year it's not crazy and he's still due for his ninety yard touchdown that is fair he will do that like once a year. So he's still gonna get it. He's still gonna get it. Like he's still gonna be the number one guy over there. It just they not, the Pittsburgh can get spread it around. He still is the number one guy. No, he's not. Not even in close in targets. Not. It's not yeah. even just for over. I just uh, he's the guy over there. They don't have Juju. That team's not. That team's like falling a little bit apart. They need Juju. To keep I that. disagree with that highly. Do you see the receivers? They know they have good receivers, but I think Juju helps out a ton. No, uh, I think my only, ben helps out a but ton. But the only thing is with Juju the emergence of all these wide receivers, it's like. Juju's gone. Like, there's no way he's re-signing for the money. Oh, the zero steal. chance. 
Yeah. The Steelers are going to be like, we'll just draft another dude in the second round. We don't need you. Like, Yeah, they'll just sign a veteran or draft a guy and then just rock on with these two studs. Yeah. And then, so they're they're going to keep that uh, – yeah, they just keep that rolling. Like, it's but like a second keep, round every single year they draft a wideout, and most of the time they hit. So, no, they've hit, they've hit just ridiculous. I mean, they've had they had AJ, uh, AJ, or Antonio Brown in the sixth round. They had Emmanuel Sanders, I think, in like the third round. They drafted Mike Wallace. They drafted San Antonio Holmes. Like they've got, they've hit, they hit on Hines everybody. Hines Ward. They drafted everybody. <laughs> so, Juju. So. They hit on everybody, but I also, I want to know how much of this is thanks to Big Bet. Like, are these guys still the same? Other places, though. Like, other, like, <laughs> like other places, other, yeah. other guys were good at other places. Yeah, but that's and later Brown on. Did great as a Patriot. It's true, but it's still <laughs> later on in the career when they're already like already developed and stuff like that they're ready to go. So you have to have some thanks to either the Steeler organization or just Big I mean, Ben in general. Hall of Fame quarterback really helps. Like that's a kind of stating the obvious here, man. <laughs> like, they can still draft talent at their position. Same thing with like linebackers. But that's so, all you got to say from him. Four touchdowns right. a week, amazing. All right, next guy, first guy on my list, the CMC Junior, as we call him, Mike Davis. Just Mike CMC Jr. Davis. Yeah. Just 89 rushing yards, 10 targets, 9 receptions. I hate this guy, honestly. I hate this guy. 60 receiving yards and a touchdown. Just, man, if you are a CMC owner and you don't have Mike Davis, you are just crying. You're hurled up in a ball and crying. And as a CMC owner who has Mike Davis, oh, thank God, did I spend however much money to get him when CMC got hurt. I am just... Like I feel so stupid for not doing it more. Like, I wanted. I, I thought about. I thought about this today. Like when we were getting ready for the show, I thought about calling CMC like a a system running back, just because literally he went down and the production never even kind of halted. Like it's almost better and more consistent. Right no, they now. just didn't. They didn't change anything. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And Mike, well, Mike Davis is working though. Like he's actually playing well. So like, it's not like they're forcing it. Like he's actually doing good. It's wild. No, yeah. really. I mean, really, just all in general, they have a. The like Panthers have a good team over there. It's just they have to keep it all clicking together with their defense and stopping people, and they they look pretty good so far. They're very athletic. They're a very fast team. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's the thing. And, and uh, Teddy Bridgewater is doing nothing to hurt him whatsoever. Just, honestly, he's playing really good right now. I told you he was a good quarterback. It's like I told you this. <laughs> so. But I also was really wrong with the other thing I told you when I was talking about Teddy Bridgewater being a good quarterback. What? I didn't know Robbie Anderson was good. I was talking about DJ Moore. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I'm like, like, <laughs> basically, Robbie Anderson was like, I'm on the way. Adam Gase really sucks, and I'm actually genuinely talented at football. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, it really kind of threw a wrench in my predictions. Uh, and so, you're done with Mike Davis now? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a guy. <laughs> that was weird. I'm talking about Brandon Cooks mm-hmm. today. He got 12 targets, eight receptions for 161 and a touchdown. Kind of coming out of nowhere, but you can kind of see it coming with the firing of a. I almost said Bill O'Neill. That's a professional goalie. <laughs> Bill, <O'Brien. laughs> Bill O'Brien. They got to come out firing. And he is a good wide receiver. And he's been he's been good legitimately everywhere he's gone. It's just he had a bad year last year with some injuries. He came to the Texans. And I don't know if this is going to be, like, the new thing he's going to do. I don't know how consistent this is. Like, what do you think? Uh, I'm not I'm not fully sold on it in general yet. I still think, uh, like, Fuller is still going to be the – the super one. The super one. But, yeah. I mean, Brandon Cooks, was, you knew this could happen from him, matchups. too. Yeah. So he was, he was one of the later draft picks that you got got him that you're just like, oh, he's still available. Yeah, this is going to happen. He just had a really slow start. Um, I, I couldn't hold on to him anymore in the one league I, I was in. I don't think in. most people could. I think a lot uh, of people dropped I got really lucky. I was 
between dropping Marvin Jones or Brandon Cooks, and I chose Marvin Jones to drop. Otherwise, I was not going to be getting Brandon Cooks back. <laughs> yeah, he's a, that's a very good decision. So, so hopefully, hopefully think, we start seeing this pick up. But... I think he's going to be fine, and especially because we know both Cooks and Fuller have had struggles staying healthy. So if Fuller does go down again, Cooks becomes the super one that Fuller is. Like I kind of think Brandon Cooks is going to have a strong second half of the season. I don't really know fully yet. If Watson starts clicking, half. I like Cooks' chances a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, think I mean, they they're going to be season. throwing a ton. You know, um, yeah, David Johnson just has not done – he's – He's just he been there. Carry, he can't He's not doing anything. Back. Yes. And that's what I think they kind of were expecting at first. And now they're just like, well, he's just there. He, I haven't even seen him break like these big, these big runs yet, really. Other than like the, the first one. When he yeah. had that 20-yard run to the outside, like he looked really good. And since then, he's looked like a pretty average running. He looks like Carlos Hyde from last year. Like, honestly, that's what he looks like right now in the Texans. He'll get 1,000 yards then. Mm-hmm. And he'll be pretty fine for fantasy. He's just not going to like. He's not going to win you a week. Yeah, you're not gonna be doing a lot of dancing about David Johnson's scores. Yeah. Yeah, now he's just been consistent. He's been getting me. Uh, he's been getting me like 11 and 12 points, like 10, 11, 12, and it's just like ah. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. This is like my flex guy, but like you, you, he's been my second neat. starter, so I need a, I need that extra guy there still. You're like, could you give me 15, man? Could you give me 15? <laughs> but you no, know, they get just enough points. They get enough points. What I need to win. You're looking at the only remaining undefeated team in the league right now dude it's unbelievable how like five weeks in a row well actually four out of five weeks scotty has been handed just a drowning team that has faced him like they were like they they were given a cinder block and pushed into the ocean and then got into a swimming contest with scotty and like is losing every time it was just it's like so Aladdin, stupid. just like getting stuck to the bottom of the ocean. Genie had to come save him. That's what's happening yeah. to Scotty. He's magic is happening, and he's it's being ridiculous. saved. But you know, we beat the two uh, two other undefeated teams. I'm just coming for him. I'm just beat the three lowest teams in the league, and now I beat the three uh, two highest. Uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling good right now. I needed my team to jump back up, but you know they've been they've been doing what they need to do. I can't I just, complain. I just can't I wait for like. When Mitch yeah, and I make the playoffs and we get to face Scotty in the first round, <laughs> we're just like, all right, this is pretty easy. Nice. Let's move on. I know. Nice little buy in the first round. Actually, yeah. I haven't even had a full – like, I haven't even had been able to play with, like, Julio, like, fully healthy other than the I know. Your the team first is not week. great right now. I, I've seen – the scores are bad. You were not winning with great teams. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> like, I've had know. two bad weeks, three pretty good weeks, and I'm one and three, possibly going to go one to four, depending on what happens today and tomorrow. So. I had a – I had a one thirty and a one sixty. Those weeks aren't terrible. Those aren't you're not crazy to win. But I have one with uh, three weeks under one fifteen. But those are against the worst teams of the league. Oh, the, no, two of them were. No, no they weren't. No, against, no, like, the second best team. In no, the league. two were against the worst. Two points though. last week. Two were against the worst. Really upsetting. Two were and consistently be... getting that. You and your All right, just move on. I don't want to get mad. Scotty sucks. Five and zero says otherwise. No, it's luck. I understand that. Five and zero says otherwise. I, I, I'll trade schedules and we'll see how our rect- records look, Scotty. Let's do that. Yo, would you like to check the point totals? Five and zero. That's all I need. So going into my next guy, we have uh, Travis Fulgham. He had another crazy week, just like Claypool, except he didn't get four touchdowns. But he had ten catches, one hundred fifty-two yards, and one touchdown. So twenty-six points in a half-point PPR league. And like I said, they're grabbing any, they're grabbing anybody they can in Philly to be. And this is now the guy. So, and no one knew this guy before this game. Literally no one. No. Yeah. 
Uh, I was a. Uh, I learned who he was on the fly. <laughs> so he scored a touchdown last week, though. He did score a touchdown last week. Yeah, but and then, no one was like, "Ooh, Fulgham, I gotta get me some of that." <laughs> no, because I was on a two two catches, uh, three targets, and fifty seven yards. He got a touchdown, and that was a forty two yard catch. I think it was a forty two yard touchdown he got. This week, yeah, he just was all over the field. Ten catches. That's what you like to see thir- with thirteen targets, and yeah, that was against the Steelers defense. He's pretty good. So uh, this could be a, one of the favorite targets from Carson Wentz. He's gonna be a guy to be watching out for uh, for the remainder of the season. I'm just I'm skeptical because Alshon Jeffrey should be back, and so should maybe Deshaun Jackson. Even though Deshaun Jackson's been a non-factor, but. I'm not really scared of John. I think this might. I had him this year. I liked him a little bit earlier this year. I think now he's finally done. I've said that for like three years now, but I think now he's finally done. I think that boom game is just like he. I can't say he's never gonna get it, but I think he's kind of just done now. He's not even really that relevant. I think this guy is. This Fulgham guy is going to be the one that's going to have to jump back up, especially with Ertz not really being that good right now. Oh, Ertz my God. Sucks. Oh, my God. Three catches for 15 yards. Is that his last two weeks combined? Yeah, I don't want He's only had one uh, one good week in the past. Or he only week, one week over 45 yards. All right, so let's talk about Deshaun Jackson again. I don't know if Deshaun Jackson going to go back to being irrelevant. First two weeks, he had nine targets or seven targets. Like, it's not irrelevant. But what's his uh, what's the point total, though? Six, 12. Which is not the best, but it's like it's not irrelevant. But that's not what you're getting, Deshaun Jackson. I know, but getting seven or nine targets from Deshaun Jackson is fine. Like that'll come back to the medium from a guy that didn't play an entire year last year. That's just called bouncing back. But I would be more scared of Alshon Jeffrey because when Alshon Jeffrey plays, Carson Wentz like targets him immensely. That's why I'm more. I I don't know if Alshon's gonna be healthy because Alshon kind of sucks and doesn't really play much nowadays. Yeah, Alshon's the one guy. I'm like, if you need. If you're desperate at wide receiver, I'd look his way, but especially PPR. Yeah. So. Um, okay, so my next guy is Travis Kelsey. Kind of an obvious name to throw up here, but you know, he's been doing really good for a tight end. You know, tight ends is basically uh Kelsey, Waller, and uh uh Andrews, and the rest have been terrible. Not uh Kittle's been good, but he's been in and out. Andrews kind of been terrible too. Yeah, Not he really. is. He's three out of five weeks. He scored like two touchdowns. It's ridiculous. I don't understand it. Yeah, but, he's had he's had two bad weeks and then three uh, three good ones. Yeah, okay week this week. Yeah, I just thought he had another one of those like one for one again. <laughs> no, <laughs> but Kelsey eight for one away and one. A good chunk of that was during garbage time when they were just down to the Raiders. Shockingly, I did not think that was going to happen. But hilarious. Kelsey had a really good game. If you paid up for him, you're ecstatic he's produced for you every single week the Patriots kind of slowed him down a little bit last week but 10 points for your tight end you're not going to complain about that ever so you kind of don't realize it when like the Chiefs are up like how much Kelsey's getting but when you're down it just seems like Kelsey's a guy he's just always there and like that's not going to happen often he's a first down machine but that's just where you want to see it like so yeah Kelsey he's been doing he's been doing pretty good this year Still, I don't love the price for him overall. Still, but he's definitely been uh, he's outperforming he's been a lot of the. What are you talking? Like, about? Like, all of the all of the wide receivers you drafted over him, he is outperforming. 10 all of them. This I mean, is it. This is his game log. His exactly. game log is still he's outperforming though. Game he's log is six for fifty and one, nine for ninety and one, six for eighty-seven, three for seventy, eight for one hundred eight and one. Like you will take that any day of a week of his if he played wide receiver. 
Yeah, he's I just mean, a you... PPR monster right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, this is uh, like, a half point, though. Nope, I, I'm right. You're I wrong. Still Move on. I still don't like the. I just don't like don't the like price. I don't like the price of tight end still. But you, it's, you can look at him as a tight end, but he's he produces his wide receiver. Like, like it's not. It's all you, gotta, but all you have to do. Think, is, think about it. Since you're looking at your tight or wide receiver three or wide receiver yeah wide receiver three as your tight end in this situation. Though. Think about this because he's gonna be wide receiver one or two. Because. It, the first week, there's always these guys that boom that you did not expect, a.k.a. Robbie Anderson. Would you have rather taken Julio in the second round or Kelsey, and then now instead of having to possibly sit Julio, you have Kelsey in the tight end and Robbie Anderson is in your wide receiver slot? Like, it's easier to— You can't say— No, no, no. But it's, I'm saying it's easier to find wide receivers that will hit and produce for your team than it is to find a tight end that will do that. Uh, there's been a couple this year that have been booming though, that you're fine with. But not I mean, like not, but not, not to the extent of the like Robbie Anderson's producing as like a top twelve wide receiver, and you got him off the waiver wire, and then Travis Kelsey is producing as a top twelve wide receiver that you drafted at the end of the spot. second round. But if you just draft like, I'm trying to think of someone who didn't get hurt yet and has actually played. <laughs> but Tight like, end wise, like yeah, wide receiver like a top wide receiver wise, that would be like because. You'd be getting two for one. It's, you're getting two for one, basically. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're filling two slots instead of one, basically. In it is a bit of an ideal situation that Spencer picked, uh, painted, but like, it, it's much more possible to. It's much easier to, to find area. the wide receivers that will that off the waivers that could produce at this level than it is tight ends. Like last year, Andrews and Waller were the tight ends that hit. Granted, not everyone found those guys, and those are basically the only two that really did that. So. Dev, yeah, definitely hit. I still don't like the. I still don't like the pay for it, especially in uh, drafting leagues. I don't like to waste the second round pick on a tight end. But it's, 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 not, a it's waste. not wasting it. <laughs> like it's, it's legitimately worth it if he produces at that level. Like I get there is a certain risk, but like Kelsey is kind of solidified in this. Like he is, he's one of one right now. <laughs> like he is like Kittle, the, Kittle the had an argument to be drafted ahead of him, but injuries and other things have derailed that. And I know Kittle had the monstrous 15 catch week, but Kelsey haven't hasn't given you below double digits any week. No, yeah, you gone. It's fair. <laughs> anyway. You're still wrong, but go on. Yeah. No, I just I I, I don't I still don't like. It. <laughs> I feel like you just need to expand your mind a little bit, man. It's all I'm saying. Need, just move on, Mitch. Like go it. ahead. Yeah, I know all you right, don't. So let's You're talk stupid. about Miles Sanders. Well, correct. Let's talk about Miles Sanders. He had a. Me and Scotty were watching the or Scotty and I were watching the game. And I was like, man, I feel terrible about having to play Miles Sanders today. And then I looked away to talk to our friend Jason. And then I looked back, and Miles Sanders was running 74 yards down the field <laughs> for a touchdown. And then I felt much better about playing Miles Sanders yesterday. And uh, so he, but there is a little bit of a, a but to this scenario. He finished the rest of the day 10, 10 for 6 and a touchdown. So 11 for 80 and 2 total. But like, all of his uh, came off one run. Yeah, the Steelers really shut down. He got that touchdown because the Eagles actually looked good and moved the ball and uh, actually scored against the, the Steelers, which actually makes me feel great about Miles Sanders moving forward as playing a team that isn't, like, the best defense in the league the last two years. So it felt great having him boom this week, and uh, it's going to be exciting next week too when he's even more involved in the passing game, hopefully, because he wasn't really involved this week. So it was great to have him back there. Yeah, I mean, that was just crazy with him too. I mean, he basically had two touchdowns. And he still only ended up with like he had eighty yards total in the game with like crazy. what was it seventeen carries, uh, something like that. 
11. It might only have been 11. It might not have been as many as I thought. Oh, I made a written okay. down wrong, too. Uh, wrong team. Yep, 11. Okay, so he only had 11. But, so, yeah, at one point, he had two touchdowns, and he had, like, 73 yards overall. So he lost two yards and still ended up gaining another touchdown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was a little weird to see, but, you know, you can't complain about getting that random 75-yard run there. Like, that just goes. Especially against the Steelers, man. So it makes me feel good about, you know, when he plays a team that isn't, like, the best defense. <laughs> the Eagles didn't look like a turd this week, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Done with that. <laughs> so, Next. Uh, my last guy is Todd Gurley. Uh, Todd Gurley. He's finally been starting to click a little bit. He's you know, he's been a right little now. bit on a. Uh, it was I was a little scary beginning this year. The first this three is very weeks, scary to begin the year. The first three weeks, he was he was surviving, but he was not having this crazy this crazy game what he had. I mean, he still was getting. I mean, he still had thirteen and fifteen, uh, thirteen six, fifteen. But now he's went nineteen and twenty three these past two weeks. And he's getting these touchdowns again. Now he scored in that's three straight weeks. He scored four touchdowns in those three weeks. I think the Falcons are starting to realize that, oh, we can run the ball a little bit too and still be scoring, especially with Julio down and realizing they can't, their passing game is just not fully there right now. They have to start relying more on the run, and I could see Todd Gurley starting to continue getting these runs, keep getting these big plays, and see a big increase in his points right now. I don't know about the big play thing. Like, I don't. This week might be an anomaly for his 121 yards, but these touchdowns, and he got involved in the passing game this week, like he got five targets. Like if he can get... If he gets 15, 20 rushes a game and, like, four or five targets again, like, that's his, good. Floor just, his floor just went way up. Like, and he's, and he's it, scoring touchdowns right now, which aren't going to – you can't predict them every week, but it's, like, probably going to score more times than that when they get to the end zone. Or the it's going to be interesting to see what happens now with Dan Quinn being gone, how they're going to use – how the offense is going to look. Like, it could go in the direction of we're going to run more to prevent the defense from being exposed constantly, or it's going to go the other way in which they just chuck it constantly. So, I don't – know what to expect fully but i think Gurley should be fine i don't know about the ceiling games but the floor should be there i think they're gonna i think it's gonna lean toward that you've seen how my we're gonna get with him and uh what was that we're gonna get with him <laughs> in uh with a bust of the week but yeah i met ryan's just not looking great right now and but i think with these next couple games coming up for the falcons todd Gurley should be doing pretty good i mean they have the vikings and the Lions and the Panthers again. So it should be very good for him moving forward. So I think next couple weeks he's going to be a player to be watching for. Mm-hmm. All right, so my last guy, last boom of this, is Adam Thielen. <laughs> the wide receiver one on the year so far, which is the Juan, which is just crazy to me, which I liked Thielen a lot going into this season. I did not think he'd be doing this. Just It just doesn't seem like he's – it's not like he's – Having a bad, he's not having a bad year by any stretch of the imagination. Like it's not what I'm saying, but it does not seem like he's having a one season right now. Mm-hmm. Like it just feels like it's been very quiet. One. Yeah. So he just has those two though. touchdown, those two touchdown games are just his style right now. Especially <laughs> for the, the well, he has six, for the Vikings. six touchdowns in five games. So it's helpful. It's very helpful. He had. He's really only had like one. He had one bad game. week, which was week two against Colts, and every other week he scored. And Adam and uh, Kirk Cousins just loves throwing it to him. I, it's literally Adam Thielen or bust for this team when they're not running the ball with Dalvin Cook. Like, and I think this Justin Jefferson with him having that those bust, those two good weeks in a row. 
that's where you want to start. It's like, oh, okay, we have to worry about this guy now, too. And that just helped out Thielen. I think he did did a really good week one still against the Packers, but we saw how the Packers' defense was. They're not the best right now. Then Indy was a little bit better of a defense right there. They stopped him. But then they're like, then that Tennessee finally scored. So, again, it wasn't that crazy. But as Houston, Seattle, again, he's just like, against these, like, questionable defenses, he's going to go off. And then he goes Atlanta, the bye week. Green Bay, Detroit. Oh, I think you you could still play Justin Jefferson with him too. Like, I, he got five targets this week. If he comes out with a couple more, breaks one. Like, you're gonna be happy with both those players. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, Justin Jefferson's still been. Uh, he's still in that flex play spot right now, where he's like, you you need him to go. I think you could still kind of go back and forth on him now because he needs to slow down a little bit. But you're right, he has that big play potential. And the Vikings, I mean, they're kind of they are using him how like they used Stephon Diggs. He's just not at that level yet. It was just disappointing this week for Jefferson because the matchup was just so juicy and he didn't really perform. But yeah, like I said, Adam Thielen, he's locked in every week. Going to be great. Yeah, the thing with Justin Jefferson is the the scary thing about him is that team is still wants to be a run first team. So they really have their Dalvin Cook's number one there, then Thielen's number two, and then really even Alexander Madison's in because when they put him in, they could still use him just as much as they use Dalvin Cook. Not to the Dalvin Cook still way better than him, but. He's he's a great replacement. He's like probably other than really other than Hunt, he's probably the best replacement overall. I know Mike Davis is doing really good, but I still think. I mean, Mike Davis is the Mike Davis is saving people's fantasy seasons. Like yeah, that's I think Madison would do the same thing if uh, he would do the same thing. But But basically, when McCaffrey comes back, I don't see Davis getting close to as much points he might though which would be kind of no, scary and they have them both they just have them those two both in the same time and then they get basically get McCaffrey more involved in just the passing game for no reason whatsoever besides they could do it okay go ahead Mitch all right so I want to talk about DK Metcalf he had let's see I have it written down all right so he had 11 targets six receptions 93 yards and two touchdowns and just when are we going to talk about that he's the one on this team? Like, when are we just going to admit that? Because he's, he's the one on this team now. Like, he's not he, the one on this team. He, is. he gets the, he gets the most uh, Scott, points. Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. Most yards. It's, he's well, the most dominant player right now. Like, let's, let's not fight what we're seeing from DK Metcalf. Like, I don't I, – I can't defend Tyler Lockett being the one when Metcalf is just going out and doing this. So, it's, it's 95, 92, 110, 106, and 93. Like, it, he's the one on the team. You just can't deny it right he now. He hasn't had a bad week. And Lockett's had several. It's crazy, man. Like, yeah, no. He's the one. The fa- fa- fantasy wise, he no, might. He's, he's the getting the points. The I, I'm not giving him the one yet. He's the one on the team. You cannot look at the stats and be like, man, Lockett's the one. No, Metcalf. I, I don't have him as the one yet. He's been playing outstanding so far this year. I have mean, you not phenomenal. watched the games? Like, like you, just, you just can't watch the games and say Metcalf is or Metcalf is not the one here. So. I mean, most of his other games, this game was, this one eight, against Minnesota six, was eight, big. Eight, six, right. Like, these targets are, he's getting tons of targets. But a lot of this is this big play. It's just that big he's play. He's producing with all of them. In the fourth quarter, Russ goes to Metcalf. This uh, this game he did. Yeah, in general he is. No, not, he, he not in is. general. Most of the other ones are early on touchdowns for him. Yeah. This this Minnesota game is the first time why, they actually. Why, why, is it ma- why, why does it matter to when the touchdowns come? It just shouldn't matter. And, but you're talking about the one on the team. Fantasy yeah, points when he scores is not the number one. Then why has Lockett had multiple bad weeks? So when Julio comes back in, Julio's still going to be the number one on Cavarelli. But Cavarelli's doing way better. No, Julio's better. He has a longer career of actually producing. Tyler Lockett has been okay. Like, 
Did you just go back? Did, did Scotty just compare Julio Jones to Tyler Lockett? And I love yeah, Tyler Lockett, <laughs> but like, oh my God, Tyler Lockett is not the same specimen of a human that Julio Jones is. <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not worried about it all. I still think he Lockett's still number one. He's gonna. There is these down weeks in there. He's gonna come right back too. I mean, he's had more. He last two weeks has been a little bit of a down spade, but he's gonna come right back again. And he's gonna be right back at the top. Metcalf is still only getting these four plays. You're relying on this touchdown. No, you're relying on Lockett had one big play. He's had like one big week. He has a touchdown in two weeks, and three of them are in one game. Mm-hmm. But it's still the targets wise. No, it's not. Eight, eight, thirteen, four, it's five. So the last two weeks have been on a little bit of a dull. Yeah, but that's it. Metcalf's getting just made targets, and he's consistent. Now he's getting more in the last three games. I still got still got Tyler Lockett as number one target there. Man, you just don't like facts. Man, you, facts. you don't just it's like you expanding your mind that. Something could change. It's just five weeks, man. It's just five weeks. That's it. That's, that's a lot of change. That's <laughs> that's almost a third of the season. What do you? I mean, Claypool's beating Juju. Juju's still number one over there. He's not the number one. Deontay Johnson's number one on that team. He's just not healthy. He's got the most targets each time he's played. He's, Juju's not the one on that team either. So good try. Though. And you got CD Lamb too. CD Lamb's getting uh, more, no. Amari uh, Cooper's the one. No, no. I don't think he's you know Amari. No, I don't think you know Amari Cooper's numbers, man. He's got. I'm looking at his numbers right now, and Ceedee Lamb has better numbers. He does not. Have Other than the catch, he has more catches. Amari so more better is more catches then. Okay, all right. But I if see. it's only the catches, if that's what you know, that's what you're saying. Hold up, Amari Cooper has gotten 14, 9, 12, 16, and four targets. Ceedee Lamb is not the one. I, you, there's no argument there to talk about Ceedee Lamb in this situation as the one. He's higher than fantasy though. That's not what we're talking about. DK Metcalf is better than Lockett in real life football. We're not he's talking about fantasy. Four, we're talking four, about him four, producing four, every four. week. It just in every four aspect. plays. No, it's not four plays. It's Lockett is three plays. plays then. Lockett is three good plays. It was the last two. Last two weeks he had a little bit of lull, but it just no, if you have take a lull. Lockett's one week, Lockett is like not even in the same, even in the same realm. If you take out their highest week, not even in the same realm. I honestly, I honestly think Scotty just does this to make us mad. So we argue and it's, we get another viewer no, every two have, weeks. He's not logical. That's, what, like, That's also, he, yeah. He doesn't have that in his brain. No, Lockett is still his number one target. It just, Metcalf is a big giant. He's a big freak. And it's awesome, dude. He's going to keep getting these, uh, the he's going to keep getting these touchdowns, That's but he's why. not he's, the number one over there. there there's no argument for Lockett being the one right now. Like, he's before still- this season, I was on the boat of Lockett being the one. After watching the first five games, there's no way he's the one over Metcalf. Metcalf just had those a couple big plays. That's it. You're relying on that big play. So does Lockett. Lockett's play. had three touchdowns in one game. If you talk about big plays, that's a big play. Like that, That's his whole season right there is three touchdowns in one game. He's going to get the consistency. He gets some more of the, tar- the, more of the targets overall, and that's where it is right now. Right now, yes, Metcalf did have those last uh, last two weeks outshined him. But he's going to come right back, and Lockett's going to be back to be number one. Lockett has had one better, one good game that he out that took any shine away. He's beat him. Uh, he beat him week one, and he's beat him. He's beat him two out of three so far, or two out of five so far. So Metcalf has a bad percentage. Just it's pretty much even. They play next week. Lockett's going to be right back up. It's going to be three to three. He's not though. Lockett has legitimately one good week, like one big boom week. No, he said this week. Uh, the first two couple weeks weren't bad. Yeah, eight for ninety-two and seven for sixty-seven. Not bad. But then he had 100 yards, 13 targets, and three touchdowns in one week. Like that's it's one week there, man. Like one week. No, his first three weeks were good. And Lockett's, Lockett's not, he's not as good as Metcalf in any of like he did the one. Metcalf hasn't been under 90 receiving yards like, in any game. He had less yards, less yards, 
Let's see, I'm pretty sure Metcalf still had more yards in the game where he had three touchdowns. I mean, it was against Dallas. It makes sense. That's because he dropped that touchdown, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, he didn't drop it. He just... Not a drop. No, that's not a drop. He was running. He had the a touchdown. The ball was in his hand, touchdown. and he dropped the ball. He knocked it out. It's a drop. Oh, fumble. shut shut up, bro. Like, literally, that's a fumble in any definition. You cannot even – there's not even a definition that kind of makes that a drop. He you caught fumble, it, you ran the ball. for 20 yards, oh, and then shut, he got the ball just, punched just out of his hand. Just move on. That's being... not dropping it. Like, like if I it, punched it's... the computer out of your hands, did you drop the computer, or did I knock it out of your hands? Dropped it. No, you didn't. I'm going to knock you – I could break your computer, then it's your fault then, technically. Because if I knock it off the table, then you, you dropped, dropped it. it. Yeah. And then yeah. I got paid for it. All right, Mitch. I'm not there. You drop. You, you karate <laughs> kick his laptop. That would uh, that would end the podcast right now. But going on to bust Might of the as week. well. I mean, you're just not. Damn, bro. Now I still got Lock as number one over there. Just, All right, next week with just, uh, he has like 89 less yards than Metcalf. Let's we'll go over this again. It's gonna take. It's gonna take a full season for us. I'm gonna say it. Oh yeah. It's, okay. it's currently okay. a full season. Like it's not a full week. season. <laughs> oh God, you just refuse to be wrong, don't you? Okay, we'll I, move on. I got him right now. No, you don't. Whoa. So I have Lockett for sure. Lockett's still gonna beat him out at the end of the year. Lockett will still be ahead of Metcalf by the end of the, at the end of this year. That is just such denial. It's not denial. It's it is gonna denial. Happen. It is denial. You're being presented with a lot of facts that show otherwise, and you're just like. At denial. least like I was on the Lockett boat, but at least I'm like, okay, I'm watching what I'm seeing, and <laughs> man, Metcalf looks amazing. It's like I'm gonna use my eyes here. I'm yeah. seeing it. I'm seeing exactly what you guys are seeing. No, but I said Lockett is gonna be the number one at the end of the year. Vision, though. Like, it's He's just... gonna get way more targets than this year, way more receptions right, than this year. What would change? They're four zero currently with Metcalf as the one. Why all would right, you, all right, you know all right, what? Right, Let's go to Lockett. All right, stop. Okay, Scotty, just go on and complain about Scotty Miller. All right, let's just move on. <laughs> no, my bust of the Literally. week is uh, DK Metcalf. I'm gonna start there. <laughs> wow, he scored like twenty. He dropped. Uh, really he nice. dropped two touchdowns at the end of the game. He did uh, save it at the end. Lockett dropped the game winning touchdown. So like, Metcalf caught the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, he dropped the two before it. I know, but Lockett also dropped it. He dropped the two of them, though. So going on to my bust of the week, I'm going to start off with Matt Ryan. I'm going to leave Scotty Miller for right now because he definitely deserves it. He's going to get his time, but he deserves it the most. we're starting. No, Matt Ryan deserves it the most. 100% Matt Ryan. There's out Without any doubt in your mind, dude, Scotty Miller, this is going to be a double pick right now. This is just going to be a double up right now. So we got Scotty Miller, and we got Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is a bust because he should not be getting six points in a week. Like, that's just, that team is ridiculous. I don't care without Julio or not, he should be able to get points. <laughs> he should participate in football. Like, honestly, Taysom Hill is going to beat him by the end of this game in points. Like, you cannot have Dude, that, would be a great that happening. Bet. That'd be a great <laughs> bet to make. That'd be a great bet to win. So, it's pretty cool. Honestly, I'm looking at it right now and I can't even find, I can't even find Matt Ryan on the stat list right here. <laughs> that's how bad it is. Oh, that's because I'm on the year. That makes more sense. <laughs> Going into week five for it, I was like, I was wondering why Taysom Hill had like 20 points. I was like, that's not true. But, yeah, Taysom Hill's still at zero. All right, that's good. But Matt Ryan, right now, 226 yards, just no touchdowns and interception. Just 6.9 points. Zone. Yeah, it was the last drive of the game, too. <laughs> so, it just, he's just not looking good. He's had 12, he had 30-30, 12-12, now six. And these are games where he should be scoring, he should be scoring points in. I mean, he's got it against the Packers. It was against the Panthers. I mean, he did it against Dallas, but everyone's done it against Dallas. And Seahawks, same <laughs> thing. Everyone's done it against Seahawks. But, I mean, the Bears, Bears were his best week out of these last uh, couple. Like, it just, 
he's not throwing touchdowns anymore. It could be big with Julio being gone. He just can't do it. But Julio's not even the touchdown guy. He just (laughs) apparently just distracts everybody to get a touchdown. So I just don't understand why he can't do anything anymore. And I'm I'm done with him. Honestly, if you want to go grab another quarterback right now, I'd go grab. I would rather have Herbert or even Joe Burrow over him as of now. Teddy Bridgewater up here. There's uh, Andy. (laughs) Yeah, I figured Teddy Bridgewater was. uh, Oh no, I I did pick up Teddy Bridgewater this week over him. Mm So I couldn't remember how much he's uh, picked in this league and stuff like that. I, I, cause I picked him up in the, my uh, family league, so it's not as, as crazy to grab him. <laughs> mm. Okay. So, but I just think Matt Ryan, he's just this is just terrible. They have such a good team. I had such high hopes from this year, and he's just not doing anything. He can't even get it to Hurst right now. It's just it, it's just not looking good for the Falcons in general. Julio's the engine that apparently keeps that team afloat. Like Without that, they're just not even a team. Yeah, so... All right, um, my first bust of the week is DJ Chark. And I know what you're thinking. It's like, oh, he got hurt. He shouldn't come. Like, well, he sucked oh. for four quarters before he got hurt. So <laughs> he did his due just, diligence. Yeah. So, Chark, you know, you're hoping to get saved by some point at a touchdown. It just never happened. I thought the Jaguars would be at least able to do something against the Texans. But apparently, firing Bill O'Brien was like, hey, let's make our defense kind of okay now. So. Chark didn't get it done. Since Scotty went for two, I'll go for two of my guys. Second guy, Terry oh, McLaurin. Snap. Oh, I still gotta, I still gotta, uh, I still gotta talk about Scotty Miller. I didn't really talk about him. I just said he's right. my bust. I have not yeah. brought up anything. All right, about well, him. my next guy will be Terry McLaurin then. So go ahead, Mitch. <laughs> Spoilers. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna start off with Lamar Jackson. He had, he had an okay day, but man, that's not what you want from Lamar Jackson. Like, I mean, an okay is kind of being a bit. Exaggerate. Like, it was not great. Like, he, he had 13 points in our league, and that's four-point touchdown. So he would have got, what, four more points? So he'd have been at almost – he'd have been like 15 points, something like that, which is not best. But two touchdowns, and he only had three rushing yards in this game. Like, you could tell that knee was definitely hindering him. Or they just were like, hey, man, it's the Bengals. If you run, we're going to be really upset with you. You don't need to run. It's the Bengals. Like, just pass the ball. But a little bit of a disappointing day. And uh, hopefully he'll bounce back soon. But it's been a little bit rough for him this year. He's this point year, he's not performing at all. He's performing. Well, all right. So I got him for two dollars in our auction. That's league. a different so stat. I'm talking about in general, though. I know. So he's performing for me. So I have a slightly different skewed view of it. He's not definitely. He's not necessarily letting me down nope. too much, but. But he kind of is, though. I mean, how many weeks have you lost because he didn't score you that extra 10 points that he's usually getting? Like, how many weeks have you lost by like 10 points? I mean, I don't know how many of those weeks you can put on Lamar. Yeah, I'm losing by more than 10. When like I lost well, by then two. That's fine, then. I lost by two, but Lamar had like thirty last week. So, so well, then that's a different story. But I mean, like if you're losing seven last week, if you're losing because Lamar's getting you thirteen points when you would lose by nine points, Lamar should be a consistent twenty points oh, every yeah, no, week. Lost by fifty three this week. He got me ten. Or he got me thirteen. So it's like, I guess I could blame Lamar. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> and I won the first two weeks. So and he did sh- not great the first two weeks. So <laughs> it was fine. So yeah, right now, uh, right now he's at eleven <laughs> overall. He's 11 overall for quarterback. So, I mean, he's still that top 12, which is okay. But, like, still, it's just like, if you're going to play this boom or bust game, it's just like, you shouldn't have a thought of being able to sit Lamar and get high hard points these last couple weeks. Yeah, it's, it's getting a little, I don't, it's going to be very tough to get to that point where you have to sit Lamar. Like, I don't know where, I don't know how long he's going to have to be like this for me to sit him. Like, it's going to be very. I was going to say, I don't think there's a point where you sit you, you him. You can't, you can't do it, but it's like these, these streamer weeks have been like, what if, like, so what were the last couple weeks that he did the bad in? He's done to get bad against the uh, Bengals. Week two, he did. Week three, he did bad. Or week two, he did bad. And against well, Kansas City, that's a weird one in there. Yeah. But I was gonna say against some of these uh, these 
crazy teams where they think they can just run all over them, which they can do with that almost pretty much every team they can. They might just not see him do anything. But that rushing yards is where his bonus comes in. So once he starts Ooh. rushing again, he'll be good to go. Gosh, I hope he does. <laughs> his floor is great, but his ceiling isn't there right now. But even like last week against Washington, he only had that he had that fifty yard run pretty much. Yeah, but twenty seven points is pretty cool. Right. So it works <laughs> like, out. I'm not gonna be. I'm not complaining about that at all. Like, no, that, that works out too. But that's that's crazy. That just that one. He had then he had fifty three yards total. So I was like, that's weird. Just after that fifty yard run, that's all he's getting. It might be intentional, but it'd be nice if they threw the ball a little less and let him run. But I understand why. They don't want to get him hurt. All right, next. So next on the list, talked about it, is Scotty Miller. I didn't spoil any lives. That's <laughs> good broadcasting right there. You're hoping. <laughs> you're, we hoping this week, <laughs> you're hoping this week that uh, he would at least he'd come up. in and show up and be there, and he didn't at all. You might have on your team, you might have Godwin, you might have yeah, you might have got one. You might have anybody else that's injured. Just look at my other team. But <laughs> and you need to rely on Scotty Miller to do something this week. Now, I did this once. He fooled me once this year already. In week two, I picked him up. And what happened? Uh, three points. Big upset in week after he had a decent week one. And then drop him again. Week three comes around. He does good again with Godwin out again. So you're like, oh. I'll pick up this next week. He'll be good again. Logical, right? And I get a solid zero on that list, and he's gonna kill. He's gonna kill you if you have that. You can't have a zero on any team and expect to win. Scotty Miller sounds like a dime store magician, so he's doing <laughs> some dime store magician acts on you right now. Like, <laughs> I don't know, Scotty. You're not gonna see Scotty Miller fully succeed until he gets on the Patriots. <laughs> but Julian retires next year. So if I could ever see, if I could ever see a more that, that name just screams Patriots. Scotty, well, when you see him too, it's also you're like, oh, he looks, he sounds like a Patriots guy. Then you see him, you're like, oh, that's a Walmart cashier. They definitely signed him. Uh huh. But I, just a zero points, you can't do that, and he's just a huge bust this week. <laughs> All right, my next guy, I mentioned him a second ago, Terry McLaurin. It was a weird game for him. Had to deal with Kyle Allen. And then, awesome, awesomely, it was awesome to see Alex Smith back on the field. I did not like seeing him go against freaking Aaron Donald. That was terrifying for his leg. I That was the most stressful thing like I, I've watched in quite some time. Like, that was very, very stressful to watch. I thought yeah. he was going to, like, die. Honestly, I wasn't, I wasn't as nervous for him until I kept seeing his wife pop up. And it just, like... <laughs> his entire family... <laughs> No, his kids were just dancing around his like nothing different, hard. and the mom's like, I, "This is terrible. What she are we doing this right now?" Like, I, I swear, if she had a dart gun, she would have taken out Rod Rivera. <laughs> like, <laughs> he would have got it. Like they just put him on. But that's this is where I'm gonna give uh, this is where I'm give Terry McLaurin a little bit of a break. It was like a, a crazy rainy day, and you're yeah. playing with these all these backup mm-hmm. quarterbacks. So huge bust for him, but it was um, definitely kind of like that. That rain does not help. Yeah, so it's, you know, he had a bad week. I'm not worried about him at all. He's going to be fine. It's just this week kind of hurt you a lot. So go ahead, Mitch. All right, so I had a lot of hope for a tight end this year. Like I, I was, I'm, <laughs> I've been thinking about picking him up the past few years. I really liked him. He's on a team I like. He's been really good. And then I picked him this year, and he is dog duty, and that is Zach Ertz. Like he started <laughs> off okay, and I was like, okay, he's fine. And then all these Eagles receivers started going down. And I'm like, this is great. 
Zach Ertz is just going to keep getting better every week. Like he's going to he's going to be a solid solid guy on my team. And I, I got him. He's going to be great. And then he just has been awful. He went six targets, one reception, six yards yesterday. And that's not a lot of fancy points. <laughs> I'm pretty disappointed with him. That's two weeks in a row that's been just not good. Most the game of where the Eagles so like were competitive. Yeah, and they they have no wide receivers. Like, what's his name? Fulgham? Yeah. Like yep. he's Fulgham been... and Greg Ward are their receivers right now. Yeah, like Zach Ertz has been a good football player for like five years now, and he can't get the ball over these guys. Like he just isn't getting open. He's just not good right now. He's not doing anything right. The sad thing is he still has like some of the most catches out of all these tight ends. <laughs> it is a bit sad. The the yep. tight end landscape. Like he's year. number four in catches right now, but he's number sixteen overall in points. Oof, oh my god! So it's just like he's when he catches the ball, he's not doing anything with it. So he's not like he doesn't get the opportunities to it. He just cannot do it, just and he just over. touchdown wise, he's just not working either. Yeah, it's just not going to him. Like it's it's just not going their way right now. And with the the Eagles being competitive, it's nice to see, but there's just no faith that Ertz is going to be involved at all. Like he just hasn't been, and it's <laughs> it's frustrating because I wanted Ertz and I like Ertz a lot, and I want him to be good. And he's just a bust. Yeah, he's been a bust. So he's only had one week, I think, where he's been a tight end uh, 10. And like 10. Like tight end 1 overall. Yeah. Top 10. But yeah, it's, it's not good. Like, when uh, Dallas Goddard comes back, I think he'll be back this season. I'm pretty sure he will be. But if you see him just start to annihilate people and Zach Ertz is still doing terrible, that is <laughs> that's just, oh, man. This isn't good for the Eagles either. Not just for their uh, skill-wise overall, but it's just in the general. They they were talking about trading Ertz for next year, and if Ertz is just underperforming. They can just get. They're gonna have to get him for nothing, and that just stinks because Ertz is gonna be a huge pickup. And I know when he goes to another team, I don't know he's about gonna a huge pickup. <laughs> he's not doing so hot right now. Like they, they absolutely need him to do good. Like if he was, I know if he's gonna he be a good good, good, good trade good. for them next year. They could get some actual value out of him. Yeah, they're not, they're and now they're, they're not gonna get him anything. Situation this year. All right, go ahead, Scotty. I hate him. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. that's it. That was the second one. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Well, we're going into my last bust. I got Juju Smith-Schuster. So Yeesh. Yeesh. we saw what Claypool did, and just Juju just was irrelevant <laughs> right now. <laughs> when when a teammate of yours has four touchdowns, you had a bad fantasy day. That's just yeah. what it boils down to. That, that's kind of what happened. He got Chase Claypool. He got Mapletron. It is what it is, like. Yeah, unfortunate. He is touchdown dependent though. That's yeah, this year's been a this year's been a little bit more. And no, he uh, is this year. Like you can't. There's no argument that he's not this year. No, I, this year he is. This year he's more than he was uh, yeah. last co- few years and stuff like that. But I mean, he still gets that. He still has the. Um, he still has 21 catches in the year. He doesn't have. He has 188 yards and he has his three touchdowns, but he had two in week one. So it's just been kind of going. Not good stats. It's been going downhill, but it's I think. Like you need him to you need him to jump back up and become your number one guy because again he's another one of those guys that's just been high and you just need to you drafted him pretty high and you still want him to start doing more than this he hasn't even hit seventy yards yet. I just yeah. don't know how much I don't know how I, consistent he's gonna do this. Like, I think he'll. It's just what you ex, if you expect him to give you seventy plus receiving yards every week he's not going to. But if you expect him to get a decent amount of catches good yardage and has a pretty good chance with Big Ben to get a touchdown every week, then yeah, it, he's going to be a fine like wide receiver 2-3 guy. Yeah, but he's going to he, adjust your expectations. He's not going to be a 1. Like, His that's, ceiling isn't there. 
Yeah. So. All right, my third guy. Uh, I really hope you didn't have to start this player this week. But uh, Le'Veon Bell. And I didn't think he'd do great in his return. I didn't think they were going to give him the full workload. But, yeah, he just – it's not looking great for the Jets. I was banking on him. I, honestly, I was banking on the fact that Adam Gibson would be fired by the time Le'Veon got back. I don't know how he's not fired. Like, he is not a good coach in any aspect. Like, it's, it's so bad. It's outrageous, man. So, that's why like, I, I even spent $50 of fab to pick him up in our in our in one of our leagues because someone dropped him. I'm like – and now it's looking like terrible pickup because he's just not. Because even like I was like it's a it's a PPR well, league so it's so it's fine, and he caught one ball so that just did yeah, not. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's just like the their adjustment period. They're like we'll just give you the we'll just rush you this game. We don't need you to fully involved because he, yeah. he usually is involved in the passing, and he, he has been good for PPR. And in which game that is a disappointing a, comeback. And where Chris Hogan gets hurt, it's Jamison Crowder and nobody. It's just you need to get Le'Veon Bell some some targets. Like, Jameson Crowder is awesome, by the way. Yeah, really. So that's my third guy. I really hope you didn't have to start him this week because uh, that's bad. It's not good. Yeah, I don't know that fifty dollar fab uh, for Le'Veon. I think that's just that was that was a little bit high. I just understand where you're hoping for him, but I just don't back. think uh, he's a, it, yeah. in a in a league with no running backs. I'm gonna spend the fab on him. So. Yeah, I, I understand you kind of if you need that guy, but yeah, in a, I just don't in see a league him. where I want to make a move for another wide receiver, I definitely want to get an extra running back. So, yeah, you're trying to, but yeah, Le'Veon Bell, I'm I'm nervous about him for the rest of this year. I mean, I'm nervous about him until Gase gets fired. Once Gase gets fired, I think there's hope for Bell. And I think he might end up making it just for the fact that they're just like, I don't think Sam Darnold's gonna be the quarterback next year. I mean, he sh- uh, he. As long as the Jets, if the Jets get the first overall pick, oh man, Someone's getting traded. Is so- <laughs> the number one overall pick or Sam Darnold? Yeah, it's. I, I just think Sam Darnold. I will. I think how bad that team is. I think they just need to restart. By the time they get good again, Sam uh, Sam Darnold's gonna be in his seventh year. And <laughs> I thought you were gonna say seventy. I was gonna laugh so hard. <laughs> yeah, be in his seventh year, and it's just like you can't you can't do that. You're not gonna be able to build. By the time their team gets good, they're gonna be like, all right, now we need a good new uh, new quarterback, and it's gonna restart their whole season. It is what sucks is one of the New York teams is probably getting Florence. So, oh man, the I don't Giants know, and the though, Jets like, I don't know suck. The, are the are the Giants gonna take Lawrence at one though? Or are they just going to believe in Daniel Jones? I I, would, I, I can see the Giants giving I, Daniel Jones another shot over the Jets yeah, giving Sam I, Darnold another shot. No, I, I see the the Jets because the the Darnold is not the problem. It's it's the Jets Ooh, and Daniel Jones is fumbling a ton. Like you would think he he was such a high pick like two like what, yeah, but two years it's ago? the Josh Rosen effect. Like Josh Rosen was the tenth overall pick. That's Daniel fair. Jones was the sixth. But when the Cardinals were that, that bad fair. again, they picked Kyler. And I think the Giants would take Trevor, honestly. I got you. I got you. I, I see what you're saying. I didn't think of it that way. That makes a lot more sense. So I mean, realistically, they're probably both going to – and whoever's the number one pick is going to take them. They're just going to need the quarterback. There's nothing else. I don't, I don't see another way to help that team out more. Yeah. Either so. team. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, both teams need a little bit extra. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Mitch. All right. So – we're going to talk about Amari Cooper right now. He has his first real bad game. This is his first real Amari Cooper week of the year. Like Since before he went to Dallas, this was kind of a custom for him. He would just start and then, uh, you know, not do great every once in a while. But this was his first clinker week, four for two and 23. 
kind of stinks, but I don't know what's going to happen when Andy Dalton comes back or Andy Dalton's quarterback. So he may become more of a vintage Amari Cooper this year. But I don't. They pay back to his uh, get his 200 yard game in there with his two touchdowns, and then uh, uh, go back to getting 40 yards. Yep. And so a three for 12. That that might be a little more. Uh, realistic now but we'll see how it goes i don't know hopefully uh you don't just realize that amari cooper is just as big as aj green and just has just as much talent as them in their prime wise so start throwing to him more or let's hope for the best and uh michael gallup goes off now finally actually that's not the best that is exactly the worst that is that is the worst case scenario (laughs) especially for spencer and getting onion rings like ever again <laughs> like if Gallup goes off it's never good. I'm never sharing anything ever <laughs> like, I'm not explaining that to like the seven listeners you can figure that out you can message us if you want to figure that out <laughs> so alright let's get into uh, let's get on to some of the matchups of the week let's each talk about our uh, favorite matchup of the week one guy that we think is gonna be able to go off so I'm gonna start off I'm going to go with Gaskins versus the Jets. I'm hyped about this. This is that new game this week, that new game, that rescheduled game. So last oh, uh, I... last week we said that we thought we needed Drake to go off for the Jets, and he did not. And Gaskins needs to go off during the Jets too. Gaskins has already been showing up, though, this year, and I think that this is going to be another game for him where he can get another big 20-point week. He had 20 points last week. This is going to be just a good showing for him. Who would have thought this guy would have been there? We were all hyped on Matt, Matt Breida, Dude, all hyped Breida on James, uh, Jordan, Jordan Howard. And well, I don't know about nope. hyped about Jordan Howard. No, well, you were tight. I was hyped about the touchdowns coming from him. Yeah, okay, that's fair. But yeah, like they just gave this kid out of nowhere all the volume. And if Jordan Howard is his healthy scratch, I'm doing quota- quotation marks. He was a healthy scratch this weekend. And uh, if that if that becomes a regular thing, and he earns that goal line job, like you gotta you gotta stud. I mean, stud might be general generous, but like. You got a really good play every week, like a, like a not a high end, but like a very safe play with some upside. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm I'm not having been I have been afraid. Of, he's honestly in the same boat as uh, the same boat as uh James Robinson. James Robinson is definitely better than Gaskins is, but Gaskins is more. This just kind of like I I like where Gaskins is at right now. I mean, he's being used. You know, he's good. I mean, he hasn't got the crazy yardage yet. That's his uh. The one little downfall, but I mean, if he gets used and he gets that touchdown, it's right back in there. Mm-hmm. All right, so my favorite matchup of the week, and I, I'm kind of deciding between two. There's one that'll get us arguing, but we're running short on time, so I'm gonna go with the easier <laughs> one. I'm gonna go with Chase Edmonds versus the Cowboys. Oh my! No, I'm just kidding. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, it's it's the call. It's it's it. You got it's. We've seen enough. Oh. I like the highlight, my bad guys. Oh, I, I was, was like, live. what happened? What happened? I thought that was live. <laughs> uh, Chase Edmonds has looked better than Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake has not looked good. He really just hasn't. It's He's averaging he's like doing just enough to point, stay alive. He's, he's averaging, I don't know on the year, but I know last week he averaged 3.2 yards a touch, which... 3.7. He's 3.7 on the year? Yep. Okay. So, it's just, hasn't been good. I don't know what happened to the player that we saw last year with the Cardinals at the end of the year, but Kenny Drake is not the same person. Chase no Edmonds, Chase Edmonds has shown he can fall out. That one week with David Johnson was healthy, but really wasn't. But then Chase Edmonds got three touchdowns, and I'm not salty at all about that happening. 
but he's a player though. He's shown he's. I was good. definitely involved in that one too. <laughs> yeah, I was not. I was not happy at all. I was very upset. So, I think Edmonds is a safer. Honestly, at this point, he's a safer play than Drake is because Drake, if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's going to give you like six points. So yeah, but I mean, you can say the same argument about Edmonds. It's just kind of like it's just weird. But, but you just rely. I feel like I feel more comfortable with Edmonds getting a touchdown. Well, I, well, it's. But Edmonds realistically, I mean, he's had right 12, it's 12, 3, 4, 13, and 18. So he finally did good, he did good against the Jets, but against, again, that's the Jets. But these last two weeks have been showing a big incline. I think he's beaten Drake the last two weeks. Receptions by a lot. Yeah. So, and so receptions. PPR, like, I, I have Drake in a PPR league, and I have Edmonds in, like, I have Edmonds as a backup PPR league. I am, at least this week, probably for a little while, I'm playing Drake over, Ed, not Edmonds, I'm playing Edmonds over Drake because he has that PPR floor. And he's shown that he's just—he plays better this year. Like he is not. Like, and is not if you and Edmonds is making plays when he gets and if ball. Drake can't look good against the Jets, like and then Dallas after that, yeah, it, something's going to change eventually. I'm still very scared. I'm very scared about Drake for the end of the year. But right now, if you're looking to make some like crazy move to win, like try to do something in the league. This might be the time to try to steal Drake, try to get I mean, Drake low, I tried to steal and last hope week. for the best. I tried to trade Miles Gaskin to get Drake and hope that it would end up being a steal. I don't know if it would be, because it was actually to Spencer, to be fair. To Spencer has Edmund, so it would be like I would be taking the annoyance of Drake and giving him the safety of Gaskins, but then I'm taking the risk on that Edmonds isn't going to take it over. Yeah, it'd be like a, it's gonna be that trade would be one of those hindsight trades where it's just like if it happened, you won't know it's the end of year who won that trade. Yeah, it, it's a wild yeah. trade. Because mm-hmm. out of the bat, you still think Gaskins is not gonna be as good, but like when you look at the numbers, look at you're, it, like, you're like, holy yeah. crap! I think Gaskins might be a better play right now. Yeah, who would have thought five weeks in we'd be saying this dude we didn't even know before week one is gonna be better than Drake? Yep. Happens every year though. There's always that one guy. I would not say yep. that Gaskins is better than my second round pick, but whatever. <laughs> I would not predict that to happen. I'm not, again, not salty about that. We don't hold crutches on this show. It's not what we Absol- do. Absolutely not. No, never. It's not what we do here. Go ahead, Mitch. Oh, that's, all right, so let's see. What did I write down here? All right, let's talk about – I'm going to talk about a guy who's been pretty good the past couple weeks and uh, is a little bit of an injury injury bump if DJ Chark is out for multiple weeks. I don't know if he is or anything, but this guy has the best name of football and is Lavishka Chenault. Lavishka. Yeah, exactly. See, that's how you have to say it. And uh, it's a great, it's a great name, and he's a good player. He's put up, this is in PPR. He's put up 13, 10, 8, 14 to 14 every week, and that's a good floor. And he's getting more involved, and he catches a lot of passes. And they, they're, and the Lions is a great matchup. And if Chark is hobbled or not 100 percent, like he should be a good play again. Yeah, he's been he's been consistent there. I like that he get doesn't get a lot of runs, but he has that opportunity yeah, to get the run. Involved. He's the he's yeah. the, uh, the Debo guy. He's a little bit of a gadget. The player. Swiss Army knife. Right, but yeah, he hasn't had that. He hasn't had that right, boom. Man. He hasn't had that boom we get. But it's just like if it's if you it can kind of that, you've been relying on him if you need the extra guy. He's kind of still in that he's four. Good, he's still in that that flex spot at most to me. Like he's still yeah. in that flex to bench. But it's like when it comes down to these spots where it's just like you're not totally upset when you have these guys like. Julio, Julio, or then like later scratches. You have Michael Thomas now, who's like didn't want, didn't play because of an altercation. But yeah, in the same situation, bro. he would. You didn't think he was gonna play. I didn't really think he was gonna play this week. And you have AJ Brown, who's coming off an injury, coming off of a, and then Tuesday the game. Stuff. You don't know what's gonna happen there. It's like you can put him in there. He's that guy you want to have on your bench. He's a great, basically he's probably, role player. He's a good floor guy. He's probably gonna get you ten points right now. We don't know if he has the ceiling yet. He hasn't popped off, but if he does, you're gonna be hyped about it. So definitely been climbing, but going into the trap, 
going into the trap games <laughs> of the week, I want to talk about, I'm bringing up another guy. We've already brought him up, and that is Matt Ryan versus Vikings. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with this situation where they uh, they have a new coach now over there. Usually new coach, thing, I think it could work out. It could be kind of how Houston did, and they ended up being really good. But I think without Julio Jones, who I think is going to be out another week still, um, honestly, for the playoff playoff reasons, I'd rather him kind of be healthy. Like, just right. wait till <laughs> – let him sit out for a while. I can just try to survive with him. It stinks, but fantasy stream someone there. Not real life playoffs, probably. Yeah, fantasy play, And then have him come <laughs> back strong for there. So if he has to sit out a week or two, I, anything after two weeks is going to really start hurting. But – Matt Ryan, he's just been on a decline, and I just don't like how it is. I don't, they don't really have a backup, but yeah, this is actually kind of a funny situation. Dude, they're not pull Matt Ryan. The, I think eventually they, owe they him could. So much money. He's not playing that bad though. Like the, he scored like. Who are they, they're gonna go to Matt Schaub? They can't. Well, do that. Saying, they don't have anybody there to pull him for. But like, if they had someone there to have any hope, I think I they would do know, it. Man. I mean. <laughs> If Jalen, like, say Jalen Hurts got drafted to the, the Falcons instead of the Eagles, I mean, then you'd have a case, maybe, but I that's still a, That's put more of a thing, it. but I'm saying, like, it just, it, it sucks right now. I need to see, I want to see Matt Ryan step it up again. I just don't like seeing three weeks in a row where it's 12, 12, and 6. Now what I want to see from the starting uh, guy that we projected to be a top six uh, quarterback this year. We'll come back. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so my <laughs> trap game, it's a dude who... Came out of nowhere. You did not know his name before yeah, before Sunday. His name is Travis Fulgham, and he's so playing the Ravens. The, the biggest trap this might be. This could. This is one of those. This is a trap trap game, to be fair. Yeah. This is a trap to call this a trap game. Like, this is a inception of trap games right now, guys. <laughs> yeah, It's seriously. still easier to call it. just against the Ravens in general, where the just Ravens have just been stopping. They didn't stop everybody. So there's going to be somebody that is going to get Ravens some points off of them. <laughs> Yeah, the Ravens' defense is nasty. And I, considering they have no wide receivers and Zach Ertz has been doing nothing. Doo-doo, some would say. Doo-doo. So, <laughs> so I got to make me laugh. But Maturity. if they can, if they're able to double-team anyone, it's probably going to be Fulgham. Like, honestly, after he did They're not going to double-team anybody in that team. They're just going to be playing. They're just going to be playing I'm, their normal style. They don't, they they're don't have to. Team. But, like, if they are, it's. It's gonna be that dude probably. Yeah. They're gonna be hilarious. sacking. They're just gonna be rushing. They're gonna be rushing. Uh, yeah, Carson Wentz is about to get Wentz sacked up. like five, five, six times this game. It's He's been on the ground enough be last game. I suggest running at least twenty-five running back screens this game. A lot, <laughs> a lot of nice little points for me. Guaranteed work. You're not gonna get him killed. That's, that's what probably the Ravens are gonna just focus on. They'd be like, guys, right, let's just stop Miles Sanders and make him throw. Yeah. It's just like we'll see what happens. I think we're good enough. All right. yeah. My uh, my trap game of the week here is Brandy Cooks versus the Titans. I know I did say I think he could be sneaky the second half. Not this game. Not this game. Yeah, I just I just want to see it again. I, I do. I, I'm sticking with my uh, my theory that the Titans make every game kind of ugly. I don't know how many big. Uh, you're not going to be excited against with any person you play against the Titans. So I, that's kind of how I feel about them. And I want to see Cooks do it a couple weeks in a row here. Fuller's been the guy every week. He's healthy, and they have that connection. So I want to see another couple weeks here, but. This could be is uh, not going to be excited to play. Like he's probably going to get like six points this game. Yeah, so I, I can see that happen just with the Texans just in general this year. I think they're going to be a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to have they're that consistent guy close. overall. So you even well, Fell's got that big close. catch this year, this yeah. week. That was nice. That was, that, that was nice. he looked so slow on that run. It was hilarious. <laughs> but he was so big, so he covered a lot of ground. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think it's going to be there. But yeah, Bowler's still the safest bet. But Cooks' guy is going to be rising. 
and kind of why he should be looking for him this week on the waivers if he's there. Yeah, what a, what a transition. So if he <laughs> is available on the waivers, which he should be, like I said, he had a couple bad weeks. He was drafted for sure in most leagues, but the last couple weeks he's been a little bit slack. And where but one where quarter of the he season had, he was not good. I mean, he had, he had one had good game, but you on. didn't start him. Right, yeah. especially in uh, small bench leagues, you can't. Oh, you couldn't keep you couldn't keep him at that point with some other people going off. So Cooks is a guy to look for. On top of that, you want to look for Claypool. You want to look for Fulgham. You know, both guys just had a big week. Probably a little bit of a trap to come right back. You know, it does not usually happen. Yeah, Fulgham but, would I mean, be a Justin, bench Jefferson dash. jumped back pretty good yeah, the second week. Them. So maybe one of them does have a good week. But, I mean, other than Claypool, Claypool probably the best matchup this week against the Browns. Like, you're not going to oh, do full. Far. But Claypool might be the guy to start again because – He's he's the guy. I feel like he's just he's the lottery. Like if you play him and he hits, he's gonna he's got that Tyreek Hill in him. Well, yeah, he's year, Tyreek Hill. Last year Tyreek Hill, where he just boomed. Mm-hmm. So like, I, Fulgham's a stash. I agree with Spencer. I think Fulgham's a really good pickup, but he's not a pickup to play like right away. Because yeah. I don't know. Like again, that's a terrible matchup. But there's no one there to take his job. Like, right. Like, yeah. The Claypool could be a nice stream this week if you have some buys. Because especially this week is the week that you have uh, Metcalf and Lockett are both on a buy. Yeah. Because once Deontay Johnson comes back. Now. Claypool's role is going to decrease. Like the the big chunk, the big reason he exploded was because Deontay Johnson got hurt pretty early in the game. And it looked like they were intentionally getting him tons of touchdowns. Like once he caught the two, it was like we should just get him way more. Be like, yeah, you know what? Like that. They they just aren't covering him, so just keep going. Right, and then that's just what it was. Yeah, he was honestly. I have his catches were just also just wide open. You saw the one. He was just like there was no one within <laughs> fifteen yards of him. Yeah, he's he's a bit he's a bit fast. So next, we talked about these two guys already. We have Alexander Madison and Lavishka Schnaltz. Yeah. You know, Got to look for both of them. Schnaltz just been involved in slowly creeping. He's kind of like Schnaltz, kind of like that. Um, how Antonio Gibson has been this year too. He's just been, I kind of just been creepy, uh, creepy, not creepy, <laughs> creeping. <laughs> he's, he's been creeping. creeping. He's looking in every window, every game. <laughs> so he's just he's been there, and especially if Chark. Uh, Chark goes down again with Chark being out again potentially he could be the guy he could be the next guy to go up there I mean no Great one else on that team's really done anything there hasn't been that guy over there yet they've just been uh, Minshew kind of just spreads the ball out to whoever I and mean, Cole's been the more of a touchdown guy he scored in I think yeah. Alba one week so far so but Lavishka gotta be looking for uh, if you need to start streaming quarterbacks you gotta go back with uh, Andy Dalton Yeah, Andy Dalton yeah. could be a nice little streamer right there might be a nice grab. He's got the weapons. They could still be throwing overall. This is a crazy team. This is one of the best teams that he's going to be ever playing on. This, oh, this is the best offensive team he's ever played on by far. But, uh, th- I mean, they're going to need they're gonna need to throw. They still don't have a defense. Like, the yeah. concept still stands that, like, they suck. They still need to mm-hmm. keep up in all these games. Like, Zeke is definitely going to get more. By the way, Zeke is dominating. Like, I, mm-hmm. Zeke has been quietly crushing every week. This, uh, that's how he is. He's not that – I know. He's not it's, that crazy it's, – it's weird. He's not that crazy fancy player, but he just – Every he's week. that consist. He's this best, like, not. He's a consistent guy, but in like he's the best way like possible. If you say consistent, you're thinking like you're highest. thinking like fourteen to fifteen points. And he's like a consistent, like you can rely on him to get twenty. Like twenty's not a boom for him, but he doesn't get that. He hasn't been doing that crazy. Seventeen's like a myth. Week. But you know he can score. That's the big thing about him. You know yeah, he's gonna score. 100%. You know you get down to that goal line. So yeah, yeah. It's like he hasn't even had hundred yards yet this year. He hasn't had hundred yards yet this year. So he's had one, he's had a couple busts, but like I mean, he gets used in the passing game, and I think now he's gonna get used in the passing game even more, just because he's gonna be that safe bet. So, but talking about Dalton, Dalton would be a nice streamer, especially this week, especially if you and maybe especially this week. Uh, who did they play this week? 
Who? The Cowboys. Um, I know this question. Is it fair? They've been the Cardinals this week. Mm-hmm. Look at that. So that Snabbery. could be that could be a great game for him to come into. You know, the Cardinals have been a little bit questionable this year. Like, they look really good and they look really bad at the same time. This is going to be another good there matchup. There is no in-between with the Cardinals. Right. So Shit. this could be the week, especially, you know, Russell Wilson's on the bye. And Dalman, we got to pick up. So <laughs> next, guys, we have uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Benji, come back. He's coming back. He's coming back next week, or is Eventually. he coming back in, like, Eventually. I think weeks. he's supposed to come back this week, but I also thought that last week. So, so he's got to look for, you know, once he comes back in, he's going to be the number one target for Carson Wentz. And Probably. we know Ertz if is not getting healthy. anything, so Jeffrey, the way to go until he gets injured again. Yeah, exactly. So, and last on the list, we have Preston Williams. Now, the Dolphins yeah. are starting to figure stuff out right now. And, like, everything's just working off. Just beating working the, the crap out there. of the Niners. <laughs> I'm pretty happy to actually have Devontae Parker right now. He was a tilt pick, and I was pretty upset about it. But he's pretty good so far, and they have a pretty solid team. Yeah, he's and been I'm doing – is this kind of like – he's still not been, like, the guy where I'm like, I want to rely on Parker every week. I don't know if I want to rely on Preston Williams every week. But he's like <laughs> – he's been that nice guy in there. He's, he hasn't hurt you yet, which is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. He hasn't been the guy where you're, like, you're, like, really, really upset about having him. But you need to have these big weeks, and he's gotten it still. So, but Preston Williams, you gotta look for him as well. If we need a wide receiver, especially now we're starting to get in the bulk of all the buys. And with coronavirus coming around and pushing around some games, you're gonna want some. <laughs> all the buys uh, you're gonna want some flex around. options for wide receivers to throw in over these guys that might be playing these Tuesday night games, which should, I I don't know where it's gonna be played yet. So, but that's all the time we have for the Going Once podcast. Nice Once the, today. it was actually pretty much the, our same same wow. difference. So we got another like five ten minutes. Oh, yeah, bonus content, y'all. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's all the time we have today on the Going Ones podcast. Once again, I'm Scotty. I'm Mitch. And I'm Spencer. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Say.